0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad, the big noise, you Enjoyed by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And Lundy, we have uh, wall-to-wall basketball. It's starting off at 9.30 a.m. local Mountain Standard Time. And I think it's going to end roughly around 11.30 p.m. Mountain time tonight, and I can tell you this I'm going to feel like fat bastard from the Austin Power series, uh, come sundown, and, and somehow I'm gonna have to try to power it through maybe with some tequila, uh, maybe some, uh, you know, highly caffeinated products, uh, to get me close to the midnight hour. Uh, this is one of the best days of hoops action in all kinds of ways that we can squander our cash.
1: I am beyond excited, Brad, for the fact that you have to somehow survive 14 hours worth of basketball, alcohol induced, (laughs) and they were kind (laughs) enough to give us social media. Which means by the time we put all of those things together, I'm telling you, at Noisy Huevos on Twitter is going to be a must follow for this lovely Tequila Thursday.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to be speaking in Spanish. You know, by the end of the night, (laughs) something's going to happen. It will just flow out of me. All four years of of high school Espanol that I have forgotten will just uh, be conjured. And I will just be, you know, tapping, tapping, tapping away at my laptop. So, ¿Dónde está el baño? Uh, will certainly be a phrase uh, that I will be tossing out. Well, and uh, I
1: would—I'd imagine you'll be tweeting from El Bano uh, as yes, well as you go yes. through the day. That'll make it even more fun.
0: Yeah, that'd be very impressive. It may be coming out of every orifice uh, by night's end. <laughs> I can Ew, tell you that. Right now. <laughs> okay, too much TMI, TMI. TMI. All right, all right. We'll give you a palate cleanser, and hopefully, you can make some cash in the process. Uh, the Arkansas over/under on seed, which is at three and a half right now, doesn't make any sense. It is still minus 143 on the under, and I'm telling you folks, the Razorbacks doesn't matter what they do in the SEC tournament. Uh, I think they are locked and loaded on the three line. They have an outside shot as well at a two seed, Eric Musselman's club, you know, number 15 in the net, no bad losses, meaning those quad three, quad fours, and they're six and four against quarter one competition. Hell, they're five and one against quarter and two competition, and they're five and four in road neutral games and have played a top 60 overall strength to schedule. The Razorbacks will be at least a three seed, so still some value baked in there. And look, man, uh, again, with basketball... Tipping off really at like sunrise if you're out west. If you're rolled out of bed and you're consuming this podcast early, early bird gets the worm, Lundy. And I'm just going to rapid fire a few games that I like early on here before we go to some of the later in the day matchups. Oklahoma State plus 3.5. Georgetown plus 8.5 against a struggling and hurt Villanova team. Syracuse in a must-win scenario against Virginia plus 5. And for some sick-demited reason, I have faith in Kentucky. I'm going to lay the three and a half against Mississippi State. So if you're listening to this later in the day, uh, I could check my work. Hopefully I'm not 0-4, but chances are strong. That is indeed the case, and I'm already chasing. And before we get to the fade five, uh, I got to tell you that we're represented by DraftKings Sportsbook, Lundy. And they've got a special deal going on right now. And look, it's that time of the year again. Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams are making their final push for a bid while the top seeds are preparing for what they hope is a long NCAA tournament run. And DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers In the center of the action, bet four bucks on an underdog and win $256 if they win. It's that simple. That's bet four dollars on a dog and select. Uh, college basketball games and if they win you collect $256 and the bank is wide open so here's what you got to do download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN again promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset that's code FTN to turn four bucks into 256 bucks for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania, and Colorado. Residents only. New customers only. Research and supplies. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to today's Fade 5. Number five. All right, let's go ahead and get to our first matchup of this fine and dandy college basketball day. And let's go to the Big Ten Conference Tournament. And I am on Penn State plus five against the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, And the Badgers really haven't earned their two meets here of late, Lundy. This is a jumper-dependent team, and when the shots are not falling, they are very susceptible to defeat and sometimes a lopsided defeat, and really, you know, a lot of those uh, jump shots uh, have been bricks here of late in Wisconsin's last five games, shooting just 42 percent Inside the arc, that's number 327 in the country and 33.6% outside of it. That's number 172. Reavers and Potter, uh, they are Charmin soft bigs. And I think uh, Hera is going to get a ton of second chances in this game. A guy that loves to get uh, blackened and blue bruised in the interior. And that's certainly going to be the case. Now, look. These two teams they split in the regular season. Uh, Penn State uh, won the first matchup uh, there in Pennsylvania, 81 to 71. Then Wisconsin returned the favor with a 72 to 56 victory. Uh, but Penn State, uh, a team that has some sharpshooters outside, and if their jumpers are falling with Jones and Wheeler and Lundy, uh, those buckets are dripping wet. I think uh, you know they're going to hang tough as long as they extend and defend. Too many points, in my estimation, would not be at all floored in Penn State won this sucker straight up, given the struggles of Wisconsin offensively here of late. So, give me the Nittany Lions. Meow, plus five against Bucky Badger. Vader, follow.
1: I will follow you on this one because it does come down to that jump shooting. You talked about the last time that Wisconsin beat them. It's because Wisconsin shot 48% from the field. Uh, but you pointed it out over the course of their last few games, that's dipped down. They're in that 42% range. They're just not making the shots. And Penn State couldn't make shots in that second matchup in the regular season because they wound up at about 38%, 39% by the time the game was done. So I think you could see a little more uh, of an uptick by the Nittany Lions with their jumpers, with their field goals. And I don't think the Badgers can maintain that 40 Forty-eight percent. they did the last time these two teams played. So I'm with you. I think it's too many points. I like the idea of Penn State grabbing five here in the second round.
0: Lay some action with the Nittany Lions. Number four. All right, moving on. Let's go out to the Mountain West Conference Tournament. And this one, I think, is going to be exciting out there in Sin City. Uh, All the glitz, the glamour, the bright lights of Vegas. And I think it's going to cast kindly on the representatives from Reno, keeping it in the state there. And I'm going to take Nevada Plus, Four against the Boise State Broncos, and you look at what Steve Alford's club has done uh, over the last six contests. They have seen a scoring surge over that stretch, a blazing thirty-eight point two percent from way downtown, and they have scored one point zero eight four points per possession. I love the guard combo of Grant Sherfield and Desmond Cambridge. Uh, those guys, I think, are going to be problematic against uh, a Boise State defense, as largely middling overall, especially from the perimeter. And I recall the two-game uh, regular season series, both were Nevada wins. Uh, that dynamic duo over Sherfield and Cambridge in those two contests combined for 87 points, Lundy. Look, I like the Broncos, uh, multiple athletic wings, uh, particularly Derek Olson, who can go out there and drop 25 without breaking a sweat. But Nevada's got disruptive size, uh, formidable guard play, and again, with their recent success, I, I think Four points, too many. I wouldn't be at all shocked they win this thing. And if they do, Boise bounces out of my projected bracket big board field. So if you got a squad that's living in Bubbleville, yeah, I'm talking to you, Seton Hall. I'm talking to you, uh, fellow Mountain West representative Utah State. You were rooting hard for the Wolfpack. So fade or follow, Nevada plus four. I'm going to follow you on this one, Brad, but not quite as
1: confidently. I actually think Boise State wins this game, but I think Nevada keeps it close. We talked about it on yesterday's pod. It is really hard to beat a team three times, yep. um, and I think that's going to be the case here for Nevada. Now, at the same time, though, I agree with you that I think it'll be close. You look at what Boise State's done recently. They're only 3-3 three and three against the spread over their last six games. So uh, they have been managing to uh, allow teams to stay a little too close or even to lose outright. Um, and I think Nevada can help take advantage Of that and keep it close. I don't know that they win it outright, like you said, and bounce Boise out of the bracket. Uh, I think Boise State winds up winning this one. Might be tempted to do a little bit of an alt line to push this one in the Wolfpack's favor, but I do think that four, they can keep it close with that, maybe pull off the shocker, but I think Boise State wins this by two.
0: Roll the dice on Nevada. Number three. All right, let's move on to our monkeyknifefight.com. Monkey Knife Fight Player Prop of the Day presented by Monkey Knife Fight. Dot com. Whether you're getting some action on the NHL, the college sports, uh, the NFL in season, or the NBA, and we got a pick in the association here in a minute, do so at monkeyknifefight.com. It's a uh, player props, a DFS-based game unlike any other. It's just you against the house, more or less, on all the stats that you know and love. Pair your favorite players together in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the more or less of the over, the under, the more cash you stuff into your pockets. And use that promo code. F-T-N Again, promo code F-T-N And when you do, you get a free $5 game on the house have an MKF in good time at monkeyknifefight.com. Uh, and a man of March uh, that we know all too well, former UConn standout, I think is going to shine uh, at the professional level tonight for his Boston Celtics. Yeah, I'm talking about Kimba Walker uh, going up against the Nets. The line here, Lundy, is 19.5 points, and I'm taking the over on this one uh Kemba's been over this total in seven of his last 10 games and we know the downsides of the Brooklyn Nets uh defense is optional uh game in and game out this is a team is number 26 in the NBA to adjust the defensive efficiency giving up 1.109 points per possession and according to the FTN daily.com advanced DVP tool this is the eighth best possible matchup for a score so against Kyrie and company I think Kimba hits the big 2-0 at least in this game so fade or follow over 19 and a half points for Kimba Walker
1: I'll follow, but I'm hoping that we don't see the Kemba Walker we saw about two and a half weeks ago against the Pelicans, who was bricking three pointers <laughs> like he was still on the JV team in high school. He went one for 12 in that game. And the reason I bring that up is because if you look, you talked about seven out of the last 10, five out of the last seven, he's beaten this number. But when he doesn't beat it, it's because he's struggling from outside the arc. So if he's feeling that shot early, you're going to know right away whether he's going to hit that over for us. Because if you can, if you sink those outside shots, He starts to get that rhythm going, um, and that gets the point total way up, gets him up into the 20, 22, 25 kind of range when those shots are falling. And I think he can do that against Brooklyn again because of their lack of defense. So look for him to get hot outside the arc, maybe make a couple of them early, and then you're feeling good and cashing the ticket.
0: Make me some cash! Kamba number two. All right, let's go to the ACC tournament now. And we got a little bit of upheaval. uh, Right before tape time today, we learned that the Duke Blue Devils had a positive COVID case and they yanked themselves out of the ACC tournament. They had a huge matchup today against Florida State. Duke is done, folks. The narrative is officially deceased enough. We do not have to spend any more time on a team that was only semi-relevant. They are not making the NCAA tournament in any way, shape, or form. Bye-bye, Coach K, to the NIT. And hopefully everybody's going to stay healthy there in Durham, but a team that is really surging right now is Duke's arch rival, North Carolina. Lonnie, I don't know if you saw the Notre Dame game yesterday, but they went on a 37-2 run. Like, I had to do a double take. You know, I thought I had to rub my eyes. I I thought my brain was deceiving me. No, a 37-2 run in the second half to body slam the Fighting Irish, and bounce them from the ACC tournament. Well, today they get Virginia Tech, and poor VT. Uh, They've been on a COVID pause. They they haven't played in over two weeks, and this is your reward. Welcome back uh, to college basketball, Hokies. You get the scorching hot heels, uh, and the Tar Heels only laying three and a half in this game, so that's where I'm going, obviously. This offense is Frankenstein's monster. It is alive. It's alive, Lundy. Uh, You look here over the last uh, handful of games, last seven, in fact, 1.150 points per position. That's number 30 in the country. Uh, They're number 12 in the nation in adjusted defensive efficiency during that span as well. Uh, Their offense in the interior, because they get so many second-chance opportunities, they are shooting over 53% during that seven-game stretch. And that's been the downside of this Carolina team all season long, putting ball through basket consistently. It looks like they have rectified those issues. We know they have the length. We know they have the athleticism. And this disrupted defense. So they're pulling it all together. They're galvanizing at the right time. So Sharp and Baycott and Kessler, even if Garrison Brooks, who by the way didn't even play yesterday, even if he sits out another game uh, with that bum ankle, it's not going to matter. They have the interior edge over Mutts and company of VT. As long as they can minimize the turnovers, Carolina could cruise in this one to another convincing win so fade or follow unc minus three and a half
1: Yeah, coming off of a break, and now all of a sudden you get to join up with the tournament. Yeah, here, have fun. Uh, Yeah, here's your participation ribbon, Hokies. Uh, Thanks for showing up. Bye-bye now. Uh, This is going to (laughs) be trouble for them, because, again, what North Carolina did yesterday with Notre Dame, now you ride that heater. Coming into today's game, that's obviously what we see sometimes in these conference tournaments, right? You get a little bit hot, and then you get a little warmer, and then you get a little warmer, and hopefully North Carolina does that from a betting perspective. Three and a half, give up the points, take the heels.
0: Yeah, roll with Carol. Carolina, number one. All right, last and certainly not least, let's go to the Big 12. Uh, and, again, we just have so much basketball, Lundy. Like, I, I am just going to be uh, a, a big old fat pig uh, by the end of the day after all of the various bets that I'm going to consume. So, hopefully, my bankroll will not register zero. That's all I'm hoping for by the time the sun goes down. Uh, but on the, one of the nightcaps tonight, and this is going to be a good one, Texas going up against Texas. Tech now. Tech uh, won both games in the regular season, and you mentioned it. It's hard to beat a team three times in a season, and for that reason, I'm going to take the Longhorns, and really for multiple reasons, I'm going to lay out the case. So give me uh, the shock Shaka Smarts plus one and a half. Look, these teams are Twinkies uh, statistically in their last six. Texas Tech, 1.148 points per possession score, giving up 0.936. UT, meanwhile, 1.125 points per possession score, giving up 0.920. But I think there's an advantage inside with Kai Jones, and Jericho Sims, Uh, again, with their length, their athleticism, very disruptive against a Texas Tech team. Doesn't have a lot of size, uh, a lot of uh, some more wing action. They have some length there. Uh, I think they play bigger than what they're really listed at. Uh, But the one area you can really take advantage of Tech is pea shooting outside. And you can just drop in bucket after bucket against this loose, and this lagging perimeter defense in uh, regular season Big 12 action. They were dead last in the conference in three-point percentage D, giving up 38.3%. So that is music to the ears of Coleman. Uh, Andrew Jones and Ramy uh, from outside, those guys should go splish splash in this game as long as UT – is hitting their free throws, which has been problematic at times. It was in earlier the season, one of those losses against Tech. Uh, they reduced the turnovers. They had 15 turnovers uh, in the 79-77 to 77 defeat. Uh, they were able to tighten up a little bit in the second game, but again, they just weren't there offensively. That'll be the key in this contest, getting the horns over the top and acquiring another quadrant one win, which would be... Texas is seventh on the season, so fade or follow Texas plus one and a half. You got to hook them horns against Texas Tech. I'll roll with
1: you on this one just for fun. We'll make it a five for five for today. But to me, it's all about the turnovers, man. They yeah. if, if Tech can if Tech can force some turnovers, which they have been known to do at times, if they can force some turnovers, then I think they've got an opportunity to keep this thing close with Texas and, and even potentially pull out the win over the Longhorns. But to me, it is all about that defense. Texas has got to take care of the ball. And then to your point, you got to be making them from outside because Tech's going to be loose out there. And if you're making them, then you're going to force them to scatter around on defense and they're not going to necessarily going to be able to keep up with you. But if some of those shots aren't falling early for UT, then Tech's going to have an opportunity to uh, to take advantage of them. So we'll see if Texas shoots themselves in or out of the game by the time we're done.
0: Yeah, that burn orange uh, definitely burns the eyes, but I'm hoping that Texas torches the Nets from outside. I think they will, and that will be the difference maker in this game. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at noise. And drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this program. Plus, check out the NCAA tournament scouting guide. You can pre order it right now. Full color page breakdowns, pluses, minuses, player to watch, overall tournament outlook for every NCAA tournament participant this year it's available only at ftmbets.com and it's only $7.99 it hits the virtual shelves on monday so go to ftmbets.com slash pricing to lock and load your copy today until next time as always feed or follow that is up to you feed the noise